What's up, dirtbags? Welcome to episode 241 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Scott Sturm and Matt Deitch, what's going on? Just excited, man. You're excited? Yeah, it's uh, ice institute week, so that's right. I, I get excited about that. I mean, uh, hopefully the week goes by. I got parent-teacher conferences this week. Just got done Just with them, got actually. Done. Yeah. I mean, I'm like the Maytag repairman We've... on conference night, so... <laughs> What what is that? The Maytag, you just sit around with nothing to do. Really, nobody ever no talks one comes to you and visits you. Know, you. Maytags just run so good that the Maytag repair guy never has to go do any repairs. Okay. So I gotcha. I'm kind of that guy. I just stand at the door and greet. I actually talk. I used to when I would have oh, yeah. elementary, and middle school. But conferences. see, I, I talk to more people about fishing. Yeah. and like football. Like yep. not their kids. Important stuff. As, as they're walking away, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, how is our kid doing?" Which is fine. It's like they're all right. You got a kid in school here? <laughs> right. Didn't so, know that. I mean, uh, there's some that I don't even have their kids that I talk to. Yep. So, oh yep. yeah. Yep. Uh, so we've got uh, we've got one of the best things uh, going on this week, and apparently one of the worst things going on this week. Apparently, the back button quit working on oh, Facebook. Oh yeah. Did you? <laughs> there's. I, I'll, I'm guilty of it. Like, just I'll shook there, you to the core. Well, didn't like, it? I like sitting there hitting, it and it's just like, what the hell, like. What the hell is like wrong with my phone? Like I was seriously getting pissed off at my phone, and then I started to see some of these memes come up on Facebook, and it was just like, oh, so okay. I've been seeing a bunch of people talking about it, and I didn't know what it was about. It was, my phone didn't have that issue or whatever. Well, it must have uh, updated overnight last right. night, and now today, it, it took me like two times where it was like, you know, what the hell's going on? And it's like, oh. Oh, I now get I got to move my thumb from the bottom of the screen all the way to the top and hit it. Just it wrecks your day. It does. It's I feel too like, much work. I feel like that monkey that you see on those memes that's sitting there hitting the keyboard and like hitting it, hitting it, hitting it, hitting it. Hitting <laughs> yep. it. It's just like I think Facebook is kind of like you know they've always had those things on there where it's like you know like so then I was doing this and then this idiot came up and hit the button and yep, you know, like yep. and you're like sitting there clicking on it. Like, well, what the hell? Like, where's the rest of this story? Like, Oh, I get it. Yep. I think Facebook's just kind of pulling one over on old Zuckerberger. He's just kind of pulling one over on everybody. Yep. And you know what? I, it really truly probably comes down to that. There was so many people that were hitting the back button and actually backing all the way out of Facebook. Oh, right. Like, you know, the, yep. the, these, these people that they have working for them, you know, they're, they're trying to figure out how to keep you on that platform. You know, yep. they don't even want you to hit website links that go out of the platform. Yep. Like they want to keep you on that platform. And I'm sure that's what it's all about. Now you hit the back button and you stay in the platform and, uh, you know, you don't back all the way out, but whatever, you know, we, we constantly bitch about Facebook, but not a one of us has deleted it. So. Right. That's for sure. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, then the how, how, how bad is it really? Yep. Yep. But, uh, uh, this week's episode is brought to you by Dakota Angler in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Uh, a couple notes, uh, as far as their actual store of, uh, they have those walleye nation creation reaper, uh, crankbaits in stock. That is what the new state record walleye was Ooh. caught on out there on Oahe. Uh, according to Facebook, Oahe is still freaking turning out. Uh, looks like we've got stable weather yeah. uh, for the ten day forecast. So nice weather, you got so. some fall fishing you want to get uh, get in. There, there's plenty of time if you're not out in the deer woods. Um, they've also got select pulsars and moxies. Um, Three dollars a pack. Uh, 
If you can't make it in there to Dakota Angler, get online, use code dirtbag at checkout, save yourself some cash. But, uh, um, you know, obviously right now, uh, you, you, if, if you're thinking about Dakota Angler, you're not thinking as much about getting into the shop, unless, of course, you're going fishing right now and you need to stop in and get some, some minners or some chubs or some uh, quick baits to get out on the water. But uh, it's Ice Institute week. Uh, I know Matt and I are both excited for it. And uh, we've got a, we've got some stuff going on, uh, not only with the Midwest Angler Podcast, uh, but we've also, uh, uh, we're going to be emceeing some seminars. So uh, let's just kind of go over a second uh, what the Midwest Angler Podcast crew is going to have going. Um, first and foremost, obviously the rod contest, uh, unless this is your first episode ever listening to us. Um, you've heard us talk about the rod contest. This is going to be year number two that we've done this rod contest. Uh, it's looking like we should have, uh, anywhere between 11 and 15 rods this year. Um, all depending on if, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of people that have sent Facebook messages or commented planning on, uh, being there. I actually just had a guy, uh, message us shortly before we started recording here. Uh, he's going to meet us uh, a couple hours before the door is open on Friday, and uh, I believe I'm probably going to be getting four or five rods uh, Friday right before the door yeah. opens. I've got one that's UPSing up right now. I've got four or five over there on top of the gun safe. So, uh, yeah, it's it's shaping up. Uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, but uh, that rod contest, uh, like I said, 11 to 15 rods. Uh, you can come by, cast your vote. Uh, we've actually got a rod builder that donated us a rod that uh, we will pick out one lucky winner at the end of the uh, at, on the end of the day on Sunday. Uh, that person will get that free ice rod just for um, just for voting. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I, swing on swing on through and check out all those rods. And uh, like Scott said, cast your vote. I mean. And at the end of it, if you uh, if there was one that you really liked, just let us know if you're like interested in getting one built by this yep. person. We can get you in contact with them and get you their information. Yep. I believe uh, right now, I believe we're going to have five different states represented, maybe even six. Well, that's pretty badass. Yep. Uh, one coming from a state that you'd never expect uh, an ice rod to be coming All from. Right. But uh, uh, we've got Iowa, Minnesota, South Dakota nebraska and hell yeah i want to i want to say we got one maybe north dakota but uh i'd have to quick look over it again but uh um whatever the case uh pretty jacked up about all that and so um yeah i guess i guess that is yeah that's the rod contest stop by our booth and check it out uh we've talked about it before but we are going to be having a get together at the 212 uh in brandon south dakota saturday after the show ends Uh, i believe doors close at seven o'clock on saturday night uh by the time we get uh, everything packed up get out to our vehicle head over to brandon uh you can probably figure on us uh you know 7 30 you know whatever somewhere in that ballpark uh obviously we'll try to try to get moving pretty uh pretty fast uh out of there on saturday night but uh yeah plan plan about on 7 30 um you know <laughs> matt and i were actually just talking about this beforehand uh um you know when when this all kind of started you know you kind of thought well you know it'll be matt and i and you know maybe uh 
two picks Hicks and Nick Fulton and Biggie and you know maybe you know maybe be nine of us sitting around but uh you know you I don't know it, it's starting to sound like there's going to be more and more people there and uh that's that's pretty exciting yeah, you know really I mean is. Uh, you know, obviously we're just regular dudes, you know, uh, we can't sit by all of you, but Matt will go around and sit on everyone's lap, uh, and sample, and sample what they got on their, their plate. plate. Yeah. Yep. yep. That's right. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. That's I might do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> if you got something really good on that plate, I might uh, sit just, a little longer. It's just a sampler platter. <laughs> yep. Isn't but, that uh, what it is? Yep. But either way, uh, we're, uh, we're really looking forward to hanging out with everyone and, uh, um, I don't know. That should be should be a lot of fun. Yeah, but. this weekend is always always a fun time. It's a great time. Um, like we said before, make sure that you're uh, clearing up some time on your schedule this weekend to get over there. And I was actually talking to somebody tonight at conferences too. That's just like they even said like if they're like I plan on stopping in there because like this is the time to buy it because the deals are so good there. Like you're not going to see them anywhere else this season. So like, he's like, I got to get over there and buy some stuff this weekend. Sounds like a smart man. That definitely is. Um, and then, uh, we've also got, uh, the seminars that Matt and I will be emceeing. Uh, you know, we, we thought last year, you know, let's get up there and do a little bit of a freestyle rap battle beforehand. But, uh, uh, we decided against it. No, this year no we decided on a, on a poetry jam, right? We're gonna yeah, do some yeah, that's exactly what we're gonna do. All right. But uh, whatever the case, uh, got some seminars. Uh, Matt and I will be introducing the people. Uh, you know, fielding questions if it's question and answer, uh, doing all that type of thing. But uh, who do we got? Who, who do we got for seminars, Matt? You well, got that on, thing pulled up? Yeah, on Friday night at five thirty p.m. It's the South Dakota GF and P. I mean, what a great opportunity for a lot of the the online keyboard warriors to get up there and ask, you know, logical questions to the GFP. Here's a great time, you know, if you have any comments or concerns. And don't forget, like, maybe give them some compliments, too, about some of the things that they're doing I can't, I can't there. wait to introduce them and I'm going to lock eyes with one of them and it's going to be an audio biologist studying, studying, staring dead into the eyes of a fisheries biologist. And I got, I got to feel like the South Dakota GFPs, they might be a little bit tougher. Oh really? Than Minnesota? Than, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, so yeah. I mean, yeah, I believe that. at least you won't get a kink in your neck by having, if you're going to stare straight at them, you're not going to. I mean, you'll be able to stare straight at them. You won't have to look up. So Yeah, blinded by the lights behind them. <laughs> so that's at 5.30. Then following them, that up at 6.30 p.m. is Tony Boschold. I think he comes from Chicago. Really? Yep, I think that's okay. where Tony hails from, is over that way. And then at 7.30 p.m. on Friday night, the last seminar of the night is Will Pappenfuss. So, Walleye Will Pappenfuss. Yeah, I think that his, I mean, he's going to be down representing North northland tackle i think i think that he might be talking a little bit about some panfish um tactics and he techniques. catches some big bluegills oh yeah i mean bet your ass he does there's been a lot of times where people cry photoshop and stuff on that on some of his uh you know pie plates that he catches so uh, i think i mean definitely get over there on friday night and check those seminars out yep uh starting on saturday at 11 a.m we have matt johnson from clam outdoors that's uh, right. i mean that's always a good one matt's an entertaining guy full of knowledge very good he, talker and he fishes like like if you want to talk multi-species it seems like he targets everything yep so i mean that's a 366 good one. days a year yep yeah <laughs> 
and maybe maybe he'll maybe he'll share some barbecue because I mean I don't care oh, about his fish God. pictures. I don't care about his fish pictures how, online as much of his like I don't know how, how would, his family how is he skinny right. I don't know how his family's not like all like four hundred plus oh, pounds. Man. I mean really. So <laughs> I mean that's that's one to look forward to. I just realized Ben Johnson's going to be there. Oh yeah, I'm jacked up beer. about that. Uh, I, I, I I'm even trying. No chug. No, I, I won't be there after we saw him last year. He whooped my ass. Yeah, just pour it down um then at 1 p.m is west david i think he's out of canada i think that he has a tv show up there um he's gonna be up there giving a presentation a a um 3 p.m is brad hawthorne uh he's gonna be in the oh he's gonna be in there giving his presentation at 5 p.m we have uh brian brosdahl so yeah you know, bro is always kind of a staple down there at the Ice Institute. He gave one last year. Brad also did last year, too, I'm pretty sure. Um, Both knowledgeable, uh, oh, very good, good. good dudes. Very good, very good uh, presentation. So make sure to get in there and check those out. Uh, that's it for Saturday. And then on Sunday, starting at 11 a.m., we have the always entertaining Jason Durham. Um, oh, God. That... I mean, that what a way to start off your Sunday. Is yeah, no kidding. Listen to Jason. I mean, not only he tells such great stories. I mean, being a kindergarten teacher, I mean, he gets all the lowdown from families <laughs> and all this. So definitely get in there and listen to Jason. It'll be, you'll learn, but you'll also be entertained. Yep. And then the final one of the weekend is at 1 p.m. And that's a Q&A with Marcus Quam. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Nice. So that should be a good one, too. I mean, any of you guys that, you know, northeastern South Dakota, I mean, it, the proof is in the pudding right there. Is, uh, go in there and listen to Marcus, and yep. you're going to learn some things about northeast, northeastern South Dakota. Oh, yeah. Very knowledgeable. Very so that's, knowledgeable. that's the seminars for the weekend. Uh, if you can't check all of them out, definitely check one or two of them out. Pick yep. a couple of them and... Uh, it's kind of a nice way to break up the show a little bit too as you're walking around if you need to go and sit down and with a lineup like that it's not just you're not just going to be in there and fall asleep that's right, for sure. Right. Right. I mean you're going to learn a lot of good things and it's always a good time in there with those guys. Yep. Well, I can guarantee you you won't fall asleep on Saturday or Sunday cuz we're going to have the Freedom Brew going. That's we, right. We're not going to have it on Friday night and I don't want to hear any bullshit from anybody who's pissed off about it because Flat out, thing starts at three o'clock. You can't be drinking coffee after no. three o'clock, anyways. Not, not the caffeinated stuff. For some of the, for some of these dirt bags, that caffeine probably gets them more jacked up and wired than if they had a couple of beers. So. Yep. yep. <laughs> so, uh, no, we'll have coffee both Saturday and Sunday. Uh, talked to Austin with Freedom Brew actually last night, um, and I believe we're going to be getting a hundred cup coffee deal. Oh really? Yep. I wow. had actually bought I had actually bought a new one that I think was a forty five cupper, and uh, called Austin last night to talk to him about getting getting the coffee and whatnot. And he's like, uh, "Hey, do you got a big coffee urn?" And I'm like, well, "Actually, yeah, now I do." Like as of two hours ago, because it just got delivered from Amazon. And he's like, "Oh, I was going to tell you, I got a big hundred cupper that you could borrow." Mm. So I think my little guy might be going back to Amazon and we're going to be using that big hundred cupper because as long as I'm making it, you might as well, might as well rack it out. They know, you know, they know, uh, Austin, uh, had an idea of how much coffee, you know, to put in there for that hundred cupper because they've done it uh, a few times when they take their show on the road and whatnot. So, 
um, figured, you know what, that's, uh, that's the best way to go about it. So, um, yeah, I'm jacked up. Uh, hell, I'm just, I'm, I'm always jacked up when there, when there's coffee involved, but jacked up to be handing it out to other people. And, uh, last year it was a big hit. I know a lot of people, uh, uh, came by and were excited to have it. It's, uh, you, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, we're a podcast. We, we we sit here and we record into a microphone for an hour once a week. So, I mean, you, you go to a trade show like this, we don't have anything to sell you. Nope. We don't have anything for, you know, people that are coming by, you know, what what are we going to do? Sit there and tell jokes like, you know, whatever. So, I mean, the the coffee and, and the ice rods and, and uh, you know, our stunning good looks. You know that that's all we've got to draw the people into the booth. It really and, is, and uh, I mean, to to try to deflect well, I guess our, the, our our witty personality. Well, that is for sure. But I mean, you know, there's there's a bunch of ladies walking by, and you know, when those hussies see how good we look, give them a cup of coffee and, yep. and send them on their way. That's, that's what exactly that's what right. we got to do. But uh, whatever, uh, uh, pretty jacked up about it, and. God dang it. It'll be here before you know it. Hopefully my brother doesn't shoot a deer on Friday morning. I hope, I think he's going out tomorrow morning. I hope that he just, just gets the just deer. A, just do it. Shoot a booner tomorrow, Eric, yep. and be done with it. Last year, uh, he went out, shot a deer the Friday morning of the Ice Institute. Yep. I had to run out there, help him drag that deer. I didn't have to. I loved doing it. But uh, helped him drag that deer, got it out, ran back to Rock Rapids, loaded up all of our stuff, took a shower. Matt swung by, picked us up, and uh, we we took off and, and ran up there. But uh, lucky thing is you don't uh, you don't even got school on Friday this That's week. That's right. It this, works out pretty good this yep. year. So uh, hopefully we'll get up there a little bit earlier, get everything set up. Uh, get a um, mingle with some of the people that we haven't seen in a year. Yep. Others that we wish we hadn't seen for longer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? They're so. probably feeling that about us. Yeah, one of them uh, made a video with his pet donkey today. And <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a mini horse. It wasn't. Was a that a mini horse? Was yeah, it? I'll give him a little that. Shetland pony. Yeah, but uh, so. in in true Scott Sturman fashion, I believe uh, I have not done one thing to take all of our stuff out of the uh, Rubbermaid totes that uh, I put them in last year. I know where the stuff is, but. I suppose I ought to get the banners out and and uh, yeah, I can come over and help you get everything nah. all organized. Yeah, I think it's just in the storage room right behind you there, and I'll uh, I'll take it out, set it over here up against the wall, kind of look over everything, make sure that our banners are still good and whatnot. But that is one good thing. If you haven't touched it since last year, it should be good. everything that we need should be in there. It should so, be there. But uh, no. you always just bring a bunch of extra duct tape. A bunch of extra zip ties. From there, you can about gap anything yep, together. That is exactly right. So, uh, one of the things uh, that uh, Matt and I wanted to talk to tonight, uh, um, you know, just personally, uh, top five ice fishing destinations this year. Um, this is something that Matt and I kind of text message back and forth uh, between each other, and I'm assuming that you meant uh, realistic expectations Re- for oh, this yeah, year between realized. us two. You yep. know, I mean, obviously Fort Peck, Peck. Uh, right. like Lake was, Winnipeg, yeah, you know, whatever. Stuff, but uh, like, um, I wanted to keep it pretty, like, pretty simple stuff. Like, it's like, yeah, we could definitely do something like yep. that. Like, like, in all reality, some of these places are you know some might be a weekend trip some are just a day trip and yep. things like that so uh 
Yeah, my my number one uh, would be trying to get up with Scott Mockentune. Um, we've been talking about it the last couple years. Uh, Scott really does not live that far away from us. Uh, you know, Minneapolis, we can get there three, yeah, three hours, hours, something yeah. like that. So, I mean, to get up there into the metro uh, with all the crappy chronicle stuff going on over the last couple of years, uh, um, you know, I think it's really kind of showcased what that crappie bike can be there uh, in the downtown Minneapolis area, right where Scott lives uh, outside Target Field. And uh, so I, I would like to, um, you know, just maybe fly up there on a Friday after work, uh, go out to eat for a nice steak supper and uh, uh, fish on that Saturday and, you know, even come home yet that Saturday, Saturday night. night. Like right. That wouldn't be that big of a hours, deal. Yeah. Right. But uh, just uh, to go and do something a little bit different, uh, I'd just like to get up there into uh, um, into that crappie country. I know Scott has a, has a lot of lakes that uh, he... He always says, you know, hey, I'll let you know if uh, if they're if they're popping off, and uh, so hopefully this year I can make that happen. One of the, you know, just some weekend. Yep, yep, no doubt about it. Um, I guess one of mine is like, as weird as it sounds, a Spirit Lake. Really, I have yep. an ice fished Spirit Lake yep. very much and stuff like that, and yep. I know like they can get in the big crappies like at the end of the ice or at the open water right now. They're catching some just absolute yeah. monster yep. crappies there. I know you guys got onto a few of them on the ice yep. there last year, and I just never really made it over there. So I definitely am going to make it a point to get out on Spirit Lake this year. Yep, right I actually last. have the exact same thing down. Um, Obviously, uh, uh, here locally, don't target walleye a whole heck of a lot, and I do personally feel that Spirit Lake would give me that best chance, yep. you know, to you know to do some walleye, to do a little bit of perch, and obviously the crappie have really come on here in the last uh, couple of years up there. Um, Spirit is one of those, uh, you know, just in in my mind, you know, when you head over that way, it's Okaboji, it's Okaboji, you know, and uh, right, um, Spirit is something that a guy's got to. Spend a little bit more time uh, getting getting after. Yep, that's for sure. Um, another one that I have is uh, that Willow Creek on yeah. the way over to Okaboji. Last year, Matt and I actually got over there. They stocked trout in there, and uh, not not something that gets hit incredibly hard. And uh, you know, the closest thing to the Black Hills that we can get, you know, out here uh, with those trout flying around uh, gets gets pretty deep and. Uh, it was it was cool to drop the live scope down there and you know to ha- be marking four fish at the same time and you know one's hugging the bottom one's yeah. right under the ice and you know the other two are just torpedoing around in the middle of the water column and uh, you know like like I said it's it's not far away from us uh, you know it's an easy drive uh, a guy could truly get off work fly over there and have you know uh, a couple hours of fishing you yep. know before it gets dark and. Uh, you know, do it? Do I do I think the quality's there? No, probably not. Uh, um, may, maybe there is some bigger stockers that they put in there, but last year they were all small trout and whatnot. But uh, um, you got to think that the bass and the uh, the bluegills and everything have had one more year to grow now too. And um, they, you know, there, there's just got to be some bigger fish in there. I'd like to get over there and and you know do that a couple more times too. Yeah, it was a fun time fishing over there. I actually went over there a couple times. Yep. You know, and. Uh, there's a lot of like local little ponds like that too that we forget about that around here that a guy should really go out there and try. There's Ocheden right there by it. I went down there 
this year and i caught some like bass that were maybe a pound and stuff yeah. like that through the ice and some other like little bluegills and everything and perch but uh it's kind of fun to just get out and explore some new water sometimes and it doesn't always have to like you said to be in a big extravagant trip right. i mean sometimes when we're talking about going to a destination it's just like find the like we've driven by like this lake a hundred times or this pond a hundred times well let's try and fish it you know right i think there's one down in like is it paulina or primgar yep. yep. or something yep. like I that that so. has lynn grove trout, or something or like has that some trout or something yep. like that in it too um so i mean a guy really needs to take some time and go uh do some exploring like that um one that i had was up in the alex area alex area yep. you know it's kind of you know it'd be kind of fun to go up there and hit a few of those lakes up again it's one of those it's like a four-hour drive i mean it's easy to drive up there after work or something like that and get in a hotel or yep something like that and then uh go out the next day and see what you can do and if you want you can stay another night or you can just kind of fish your way back home that day too because there's plenty of lakes in between here and there that you a guy could probably hit up so you know that that was one of them that i actually had written down with southwest minnesota you know i I think where we're at right here you know you either think about going to okaboji or you think about going up into south dakota well there's some lakes here in southwest minnesota that are doing pretty stinking good uh uh, right now even and uh so a guy's got to think you know to get up there on the ice uh you know there's there's not a ton of pressure there yeah neither you know i mean there's Obviously, anywhere uh, in, in eastern South Dakota, you, you got a fair amount of pressure. You know, it's become a destination to, to outer staters. Uh, you got the, the Sioux Falls population. No one from Minneapolis is driving down to southwest Minnesota to go fishing. No. So, I mean, you, you've, you've got a lower population in that area. Uh, once you get up there a little ways, there there starts to be, you know, some more lakes and whatnot. So, uh yeah, it's not that long of a drive, and, and you know, being, like I said, you know, just something new, something a little different. That's for dang sure. Um, my my next one, well, you mentioned Northeast South Dakota, so I'm just going to throw it out there, you know. Yep. We've gotten there, you know, and when I say Northeast South Dakota, not necessarily all the way up to Northeast, like all the way up to Webster, maybe in that kind of that east central east central kind of area and stuff it's uh, we can make a day trip out of it and uh it it feels like we haven't been up there for a few years i mean there that one couple a couple of those years we hit it pretty hard yeah and then uh it just seems like we haven't gotten the time to really get up there and do that again so yep yep and obviously i think uh, i can speak for both of us but uh really looking forward to that black hills trip at the end of february so um yeah, just just such a different style of fishing, and uh, uh, the guys that we all get to share the ice with out there, uh, you know, that's uh, I, th- I think that's the highlight to most people's uh, most people's um, uh, ice season is is getting out there. And uh, this year, my brother's actually going to be a pro, also, so I'm pretty jacked up about that. Uh, uh, we got a pretty pretty solid Northwest Iowa crew going out, and uh, could be could be trouble. <laughs> Could be trouble. I, I don't, uh, we're a pretty tame bunch. So. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. But uh, I also uh, the Otter Tail area up in Minnesota. Yeah, I yeah. like to get up into there and you hit bet. some of them lakes. Uh, it's about time I get. I'm able to cash in on my Detroit Lakes friends that come down and do the pheasant hunting to go up there and spend a week crash at their place well they all have shit sleeper, in their toilets. They all have sleeper shacks. Oh and stuff yeah, like nice. that. So I could get out there and. 
you know, you know, go around and do some hood rat stuff with my, oh, yeah. with my, uh, pop up and all that. So I like that. Do you have any more? Or was, nope. Nope. That's I also I had, had Miss, Mississippi backwaters. I really? Yeah. I head over to there to look across. Yeah. Badass. You know, my father-in-law, he goes on Lake Pepin a lot and stuff like that. Uh, he gets out there and I think he was there like a yeah, couple you've days. Got, you've I, got some connections in some right. different areas. You need to start taking advantage yeah, of that I, shit. And we talk about that a lot about taking advantage of this stuff. Like yep. we know a guy from town here that like he'll, he'll, he's one of those guys that could meet you at like a trade show or something like that. And, be like, oh yeah, you know, I live out in Utah and I have a private pond and I fish out there a lot. And about twenty years later, he'll show up on your doorstep and you're be talking like, about hey. John Stolson. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. It's like you'd be like, and you'd be like, who is it? We talked that one time, you know, like fifteen years ago at this show. Yeah. Oh, okay. What's your name again? That's John. It's like, oh, okay. And then he, and then he laughs, and it's yeah. like, oh yeah, I oh, remember. Yeah. That I guy. remember who you are. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, John. How's it been going? You know, and stuff. I mean, he does. I'll give him credit for that. I mean, he's living his best life. All nah, of a sudden, he'll bet be, your ass he is. All of a sudden, he'll be down in New Mexico freaking catching 18-inch crappies. And then yep. all of a sudden, you'll see him two days later at the grocery store. And you'll be like, what? wait, I thought you were down in... Oh, yeah, I was. I just drove. Yep. He does that. What's that? U-ship. U-ship. And yep. then he's like, all right, it pays for his gas and all that yep. stuff to get out there. And But like I said, yeah, the Mississippi, Mississippi backwaters would be kind of fun to go yep. and explore and do a little bit of that. I mean, those guys get some monster perch oh, over absolutely. there, too. So. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, that was kind of like our destination. Like we said, guys, when we're talking about like these destinations, sometimes like a destination can be something within 20 minutes of your house. I yeah, mean, it doesn't yep. have to be some big wild trip that we all plan and like like these bucket list things. It's just like something that you haven't done. Like, like Scott said, Southwest Minnesota, I grew up fishing those lakes with my dad and my grandpa it's like i haven't been back it'd be fun we used to go up to lake wilson and catch really nice perch now i don't know like if it's frozen out or it's died off but sometimes like it makes a guy wonder if you know we talk about like some of these south dakota lakes that that happens to sometimes and after a few years it comes back back, and it's like it's like maybe guys are just like oh that's the dead sea well, what's the big deal if you go out there for an hour and especially now when you got a live scope that you can just drop down there and you can pan around and be like, well, there's obviously no fish in this thing. I mean, a guy's got to really go out there and try doing a little exploring. Yep. The other thing uh, that I actually, I didn't have it written down, but uh, uh, something that, that I had thought about, um, you know, we, we go hunting on a lot of public land and a lot of this public land has some small ponds on it and whatnot. Are they deep? I'm not sure. Not not really sure. But uh, it would be fun to just take a Saturday and go bounce around on the public land. You know, just, just you know, wa- walk into a couple of these ponds. If you got a live scope, you got a Vexlar, and you, you know, obviously you're not going out there thinking that you're going to be catching big walleyes. Take a five-gallon pail, drop a Vexlar and uh, uh, an ice rod and a small jig box. And, you know, then bring along a live scope. You could pop one hole out in the middle and yep. scan around. You're going to know in a big hurry, like, hey, there are fish or not. Nope, I yep. don't think that there's anything living in here. But uh, it would. It, I think it would be a lot of fun to go out and uh, just try 
try that, uh, you know, just on a Saturday if you had nothing better to do. But uh, uh, one other thing that Matt and I want to talk about, uh, top five non-fishing related items everyone should have in their ice shack. Uh, I get it. If you don't pull an ice shack, uh, you know, you can, might maybe you just have a sled with a, with a pop, uh, hub shack, whatever. But uh, basically, I think what we're saying is top five things that... Uh, uh, a guy should be taken out on the ice with him to, to have a little bit better day. And uh, I'll start that one off. Um, first things first, let me see here. Um, a cup, a small plastic cup. And as stupid as that, right. as stupid as that sounds, I have had more times where I had to cut the top off of a can or, you know, like you, you got a you got a bottle of pop with you or whatever and it's like well all right i'll just quick down this or whatever a cup just a plastic cup i've had to fill up five gallon pails before you know if yep. you want to throw some mm. some fish in a five gallon pail with some water i've i've you know had to figure out a way to drop something down i've i've actually let my ice scoop uh you know my slush scoop freeze, freeze. up you know so yep. that i can start to to put stuff in there and whatnot um you know say you say you start using minnows your buddy's got the minnow bucket and then whatever take a little cup and nope, you know you got that. just you know over over at the barefoot bar and and a lot of those little bars you get your you get your slushy drinks or whatever in these little cups i mean it can be a plastic cup it can be a styrofoam cup but a little cup I think if a person had one, they'd realize, like, man, I, they use it doubles it, like you just said there. It, it can double for every anything. I mean, throw it, wax worms in right. there, you know, whatever. It, but throw jigs. I mean, it can kind of be a catch-all in your yep in your shack. Yep. But I think if you just had a cheap little plastic cup in there, I think you'd find out. Uh, um, yeah, it's not heavy. Doesn't take up too much room. But a person uses it. That's right. Um, I I went with a TP. Oh, a little bit of toilet I paper. I see where you're heading. You never know, like what, when nature calls out there, if it's an emergency. To blow your nose is right. what you're saying. Well, see, yeah. it doubles as that. I mean, if you get a cut or something like that, or you know, it's always good to have that along. Yep. Um, I went ahead uh, fingernail clipper. Yeah, um, that's a good one. You know, cuts line. It cuts your damn fingernails. Uh, you know, the there's a lot of times where i've been sitting there where it's like god dang it i wish i had you know a little something to you know to quick snip this uh you're dealing with one two pound line you know pocket knife sometimes uh you know just doesn't quite work fingernail clipper uh, i used to always have one on my actual uh ice suit uh, i don't anymore but uh fingernail clipper that's not a bad little gadget to have. Right. Like if you're fishing with plastics or something like that, and you want to kind of modify them a little bit, you get a lot cleaner cut than when trying to rip them. It, it seems like when you just try to rip a couple tentacles off of a, you know, a soft plastic, you end up ripping it in half or it's just like, yep. oh, crap. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense to have like something like that along. Yep. Uh, mine is, I'm going to go, I'm going to say snacks. Now, like I know I we also have that. But we, but we all, I'm like, talking about like a little bag of trail mix something that you can kind of keep in there and stuff like that not just something where you stopped at the gas station we all have our food that we're going to eat for that day small bag of snacks see literally what i have yep see on the same yep on the same wavelength here so it's just like it's all of a sudden we've all been there before where it's just like oh man 
I forgot to grab something at the gas station. Or like I forgot to pack something to eat. And then also it's like, hey, I think I have a little, I think I have some snacks in here. So yep, your I, emergency st- snack stash. Yep. I think, I think you're exactly right. What I was thinking is uh, just a little Ziploc baggie with, uh, you know, three bars, granola bars yep. and two, two little small servings of trail mix or something like that. Um, you know, e- even if you did bring along, you know, snacks or you stopped at the gas station and you get out there and it's like, God oh, dang it. Like, you know, I, I ate my bag of chips and whatever, like, uh, ice fishing seems to be one of those deals that you get out there early in the morning and you stay all the way through, you know, until it gets dark for us, at least it seems like that's kind of the way it rolls. And, uh, you don't end up going to eat until after you're off the ice and, you know, it ends up being five 36 o'clock at night. Uh, maybe just one granola bar is all it takes to hold you over and, and, uh, um, if you just have that along, if you put it in there and, you know, around Christmas time when the ice season starts kicking off, it's good for the whole entire year. Exactly. You know, granola bars can freeze, dethaw, freeze, dethaw. Um, they're going to be just fine. Uh, I, I think and, you're exactly right on that one. And, and we all have, and we all have that one friend like Ramrod that doesn't hit. Like yep. All of a yep. sudden be like, oh, dang, I'm hungry and stuff like that. I got, you know, I got some granola bars in there. The fact, of, the fact is that we were probably at the gas station that morning well right and you said to him like hey ramrod you want to get a snack and he'll say something like no i'm you know i don't get hungry while i'm out there oh all right yeah sounds good and then probably you get on the ice and two and a half hours later he's like oh man i should have really bought something at the gas station this morning that's right yeah i got it yeah it's like packing for a little kid yep Yep, you gotta have the snacks. Oh, I deal with it every day <laughs> of my life. But uh, you got any more? Oh yeah, I got uh, maybe like an extra pair of socks if you can put it in like a Ziploc bag again. Or you know, you never know. The worst thing is when you get cold feet or wet feet out there. You never somebody accidentally puts a boot in the hole or something. I mean, that's now, one. Last year, I actually got uh, one of those clam. I think it might actually be a six-gallon pail that uh, actually has the padded seat, you know, oh, yeah. kind of yep. on the top of it. And that kind of worked as my catch-all because I ended up last year um, actually just pulling along a sled most of the places that I went. And uh, uh, that was kind of nice. I would put that that um, uh, bucket in the back corner of it and, you know, I would just sit in it while it was in the... Uh, um, while it was in that sled, I could haul along my flashers. I could haul along jig boxes. I could haul along whatever I wanted. It was nice and easy to, uh, to lift back into my vehicle, fit in the bed of my pickup, whatever. But, uh, that, um, that, uh, uh, bucket ended up just kind of ending up being my catch all. It was like the junk drawer of the, of the sled. And, uh, so I put a stocking cap in there and a pair of gloves and, you know, Obviously, when you're thinking ice fishing, it's like, well, duh, you got to have a stocking cap and a pair of gloves. But I'm a baseball cap wearer, and I can't tell you how many times that I went out there this year, and you'd get out there at noon, you know, to fish the evening, and at noon, it was 38 degrees and no wind, and it was nice to be in a baseball cap and sunglasses. And then all of a sudden, the sun started going down, and it's like, man, these ears are starting to get a little chilly, dog. And that's when you go over to that junk drawer and you pull out the stocking cap and it's like, hey, 
I thank God that I had that along. So uh, just if, if, if you got a little junk drawer in your in your shack or in your uh, uh, sled that you pull, uh, just just think long and hard about just throwing an old stocking cap. Don't yep. have to be your best one. Doesn't have one. to be fancy. Doesn't just have something. to say striker ice on it. It's got you know if if it says Farmers Co-op Society, that'll be just fine. Yep, exactly. Be just fine. Right. You'll be thankful you got it. I guess a couple other ones that I have. Uh, I have a lighter. Yeah, not a you bad know, idea. Even that if was, like you don't need you don't need to be a smoker or anything like that. But it always yeah seems you like, do yeah you do hell yeah. But it always seems like all of a sudden like if you don't need one, somebody else does. I mean, trying to light like there's if you times have, like, when a grill your buddy heater there's times yep. when your buddy heater won't kick on and you know it's not getting that spark. All you got to do is hit that lighter. Uh, that that propane is coming out, but the spark right. won't get ignited. You you pop that thing off and whatever's in the way it'll it'll knock it out and uh, um, sometimes that's all it takes to kickstart a buddy heater too. Well, maybe sometimes too, like a rope breaks and you have to retie a knot or something like that, and you need to you know singe those the frayed ends down and stuff. That's, yep, uh, you got that along for it. What else you got? Uh, that's all I got. I also had extra, you know, some rope. Yep, not a bad you idea. Know. You don't need. I'm not talking like a big old tow rope. I'm just talking about just some rope, like if you're rope on your sled brakes or something yep uh and then also like maybe like a multi-tool yep you know that's always not a bad idea to have along as well yep so that's a good i mean it just kind of gets you guys thinking like like you brought up a great point with that cup i mean like it's it doesn't take much i mean you see a lot of half gatorade bottles and stuff like that around or pop bottles when people are like oh crap like like you said, you don't think about it. Like all of a sudden, you want to scoop some water into your bucket, and it's like, ooh, we've all done it. Where we're sitting down there trying to do the quick scoop down there, yep. close to the hole with the bucket, and just kind of like, it's like, yeah, it takes you forever. Whereas if you have a cup, you can just quick put it down in there, pour it, put it in there, pour it, and you, yep. you're good to go. No, nope. I uh, that's that's one of the things that'll end up in my ice shack this year, and then I'll for sure not need one all year long. But. Uh, um, I don't know. I've just, uh, when, when you text me that, you know, top five things that, uh, a guy should have in his shack, you know, I kind of really was thinking like, you know, what, what, what have I done? And I've, I've popped the top off of plenty of freaking pop cans and I've cut in half a lot of freaking pop bottles just because it's like, well, need to store minnows up, oh, need to get some, uh, you know, need to get some fresh water in the minnow bucket, need to, I don't know, do all sorts of stuff. And so I don't know. I think that would, that might be my number one, but, uh, um, you know, know, the other thing that I did want to quick touch base on, uh, the code angler ice Institute this weekend, a lot of you guys are going to it guys, quick plug in the Vexlars at your house, find, find the charger, check to make sure that that battery in it is good. This is the time that you need to be buying that crap, whether you're going to go lithium, whether you're going to go with the regular lead acid battery, uh, get, just plug it in one of, you know, plug it in when, right after you listen to the show, uh, then you got a few days to figure it out. If it, you know, if it's going to work for you or not, and then you're going to be there where, you're going to have the best deal that you're going to see all year long. If you need to buy a new battery, if you need to go in there to Vexlar and say, Hey, you know what? Dog chewed up my, my charger. And this is what I got. Hey, perfect. We've got a charger right here for you. This is, you, you, you gotta, 
you got to work the kinks out of your crap uh, um, this week while b- before the show. Um, pull a shack out, make sure that mouse hasn't gotten into it. Uh, do do the little things right now, and uh, that way, December seventeen, you're not uh, <laughs> taking stuff out for the first right. time, and it's like, yeah, dang it, I got to get this. Yep. Nope. Take that inventory. Yep. Did you have something there? No, I was just going to say, you know, we were talking about like top five. We talked about things to have in your shack that are non-fishing related in our destinations. Is there any like techniques that you like mm. or different ty- ty- types of fishing that you uh, want to do this year? Like for me, I would like to, uh, I haven't run very many like Arctic warriors. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe run I've never those. caught a fish on a tip up, man. Right. Maybe run those a little bit more. Yep. Um, along with that. Uh, some more aggressive stuff for panfish. You know, we're so used to downsizing over at Okaboji, and sometimes you need to upsize and stuff like that, switch your presentations up. But, you know, like more jigging techniques as far as like, you know, like I started using Tika minnows a little bit more last year, like a little bit bigger presentations, <clears throat> yep. more aggressive presentations for them. And, you know, I caught some aggressive fish with them, but uh, that's something I want to get a little bit better with too this year. You know, uh, I remember seeing one time uh, Scott Brower was actually using a drop shot yeah. uh, during the ice season with a very small hook, and and he was putting his uh, um, he was putting his Mackie plastics on it. Uh, you know, it, it's not something that I would go into any situation thinking like, you know, all right, you know, that that's not, and and that's not a plastics versus wax worms type of deal or whatever, but uh. Um, there is a couple things, you know, where a guy should just do it, just freaking do it and, uh, go out there and, and you might find out like son of a gun. Like, wow. Like, I mean, cause Scott Brower obviously can catch him and, uh, you know, I, I don't know. It, it would just be something fun to try, you yep. know, at a day on Okaboji when things are going right. If you had that rod pre-rigged and it was like, you know what, like I'm, I'm catching bluegills pretty good. Like, oh, why don't I just drop this down and just see it? Uh, I, I think it would be, it, it can be a mind, a mind screw to sit there and stare at your Vexar and, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, there's a weight down there. Okay. I got this, you Which know, mark well, am I what, what the heck's yeah. going on here? But, uh, you know, I don't know, just something a little bit different. I'll say it again, going into this year, I'd really like to catch a fish on a tip up. So that means I really won't catch a fish on a tip up this year, but, uh, um, I don't know. And, we'll and get you, you know, I, I, I would just like to. I'd like to do a little bit more walleye fishing, yeah. you know, I mean, that's just not, uh, um, you know, walleye is not my specialty, uh, open water or, uh, ice fishing, but, uh, you know, I've, I've, I haven't caught a ton of walleyes through the ice and that'd be, that'd be fun. Uh, you know, last year we got on a couple crappie bites, so that was kind of fun. I could check that off my bucket list. Uh, um, I think that we need to take like, a an evening this year. And dedicate it going over to like Spirit Lake or Okaboji and just like go over there in the afternoon and kind of pop up the hubs and plan on fishing until well after dark. Yep. Yep. You know, till like a midnight or one o'clock type deal yep. and then coming home. Yep. No, that'd be a lot of fun too. But yeah, all right. Uh, ready to roll into the Freedom Brew good news stories of the week. We might as well. Uh, Freedom Brew in Larchwood, Iowa is the best damn coffee shop period. 
Uh, we will have their coffee live at the uh, Dakota Angler Ice Institute on Saturday and Sunday morning. Uh, I just talked to Austin. Um, talked to Austin last night. Uh, got everything all worked out. Um, actually, Wednesday night uh, when I head over to Larchwood, uh, I'm going to get the coffee urn. We're going to do a little sampling on Thursday morning at work. Uh, just to kind of make sure that uh, the mix and everything is right, uh, have an idea of what I'm doing before I actually get there on Saturday. So uh, pretty pumped up about that. Uh, um, if you know Freedom Brew at all, if you know Austin and Brianna, you know it's the absolute best. And uh, um, if you're at the Dakota Angler Ice Institute this weekend, come by and sample it for yourself. Yep. You'll be glad you did. And uh, good news stories, uh, I'll... Uh, I'll start off. Um, so this last weekend, I was actually over at Stan's Bait Shop in Milford, Iowa, uh, for Clam Outdoors. Uh, they had their ice season kickoff um, over there, and uh, right at the end of the day, uh, as we were all kind of leaving, um, Alex with Stellar Custom Rods, uh, um, good dude, uh, listener of the show, fellow dirtbag, and uh, um, whatever, uh, there was a dad with a couple kids that came in. I think that they were just getting some worms or something like that. They were going to go uh, just go fishing and enjoy the nice day on Saturday. And uh, uh, Alex came over and uh, he, he sat there and talked to those kids, talked to them about fishing for a little bit. And uh, he had had a bunch of uh, poured baits that he had made and uh, um Threw them, a, threw them a bunch of baits, and uh, oh, those cool. kids were pretty jacked up about it. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. That uh, that might be my good news story. I feel like I had one other one that I wanted to touch on, but uh, that was the first one that came to mind. So, Alex with Stellar Custom Rods uh, gets the good news story from Scott this week. Uh, mine's going to go out to my niece, Kelsey. Oh, she got yeah. got herself a nice 10-pointer yesterday. Shot a bigger buck than you have. Oh, yeah, it was. Bigger. <laughs> it was bigger than one I got last year. I can tell you that much, and I haven't got one for a long time. So uh, she's kind of kicking my butt in that category. But, yeah, she was sitting with uh, Jig and Joe the other night. Was she with Joe? Yeah. Badass. And, and, Badass. And what really surprised me is that uh, that he didn't push her out of the way to shoot the thing. <laughs> Because I'm not going to say that he's he's been known to do that with us boys and stuff like that. But uh, I guess it's a little different with his niece. I'm like, ooh, she doesn't need a safety harness to try to like to be... His granddaughter. Uh, right. Yeah. Or his, uh, my niece, yep. his granddaughter. Yep. Like, yeah, it was kind of crazy to listen to him that he actually let her. And she did a nice shot. It was kind of coordinating to her. And she put it right in front of the front shoulder and i'm surprised like i showed you the blood uh, the blood trail picture i'm surprised yeah. that it even yeah. made it 100 yards but it did and uh no she got herself a nice 10 pointer so uh good job to kelsey nice uh one other thing that uh, i i kind of forgot to mention uh got a message on friday afternoon from uh fellow dirtbag tj uh he was down in sioux city not sure if that's where he's from or if he was just passing through but uh, sent me a picture of the back of a red pickup, and it says, uh, zoom in on the license plate. Did I just witness a ramrod sighting in Sioux City? And sure as shit, zoom in on that license plate on that red uh, Chevy Silverado. One ramrod, Lyon County. It was actually ramrod down in Sioux City uh, for the National Guard. Uh, it was his guard weekend down, drill weekend, whatever the hell you call it. But uh, 
Uh, just thought that that was pretty badass that, uh, you know, literally a guy, you know, never never met any of us, uh, just happened to see Ramrod on a license plate and thought, God dang it, could that actually be the one? And guess what? It was the one. He said, uh, I told him, I said, catch up with him and flip him the bird or something like that. He said, uh, Ramrod was hauling more ass than Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> so <laughs> there wasn't a chance of catching him. So Not running him down. Nope. But uh, all right, guys, uh, that's episode 241. Uh, obviously, we'll do a little bit of a recap next week of the Dakota Angler Ice Institute. Uh, got a couple guys uh, that uh, I'm looking to do some interviews with uh, over the next few weeks. Uh, I believe out in Wisconsin, um, got a guy out of South Dakota. Um, we'll see, you know, I mean, really, truly two weeks from now, uh, there's, you know, I don't know. Uh, well, the, the, the 10 day forecast looks pretty nice, but, uh, you know, you get into Thanksgiving and, uh, you know, upper red, you know, people oh, yeah. start, people uh, you know, getting, getting into that area. Um, I really think, uh, Northern North Dakota, um, actually has you know people consistently getting out uh uh we had a oh dang it what's the last name nissen i believe it's nissen yeah whatever i I can't get it up on my phone fast enough but whatever i've got a uh got a dirt bag up there that sent uh him and his boy were out fishing um but yeah it's uh it's coming guys whether you like it or not uh um ice season is here that's right it's official and uh yeah whatever the case um we appreciate all you guys logging on uh we'd really love to see you at the dakota angler ice institute at the 212 on saturday night uh come on by vote uh vote for a rod and uh yeah otherwise we will see you next week on episode 242 later